We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This is the PT Pinecast. Welcome to PT Pinecast. Before we get started, I did want to say thanks to our friends at uh, CBDRX4U.com, leaders in, uh, well, information, the ABCs of CBD, as I say. Your patients, your friends, your families, random strangers are testing out, trying out CBD over the counter. It's all over the place. So find out what that might do. If you're asked, what's the pharmacology? Go back to PT school. What's the pharmacology on there? What's it affecting? How's it going to affect someone under your care? Uh, get those ABCs of CBD online at cbdrx4u.com. That's cbdrx, the number for you.com. And also want to say thanks to somebody coming on board as a, as a sponsor. And that's MW Therapy. They ask, listen, has your EMR cost grown out of control? Has the ability of your EMR hit a wall? Was it like invented in 2007 when smartphones really weren't a thing? Doing things portable weren't a thing? Uh, plus those one-size-fits-all EMRs, overall they suck and they waste your time. And you you're, you can't waste your time. Your time is your money if you're a business owner. Well, time for something better. Time for, time for something customizable. That's what MW Therapy brings. Take a demo, a test drive with no strings at mwtherapy.com. That's mwtherapy.com, where switching to a better EMR is easy. We'll talk about EMRs. We'll talk about making choices. Our guest tonight, talk about making that leap, right? A lot of people talk about it. I think 10 years ago, 15 years ago, there was more people saying, don't do it. And I feel like now there's a lot of people well, that's what happens, right? A lot of people get in the pool and they yell to the people on the side and they're like, water's warm, man. You want to jump into this? So we're going to talk to one of those uh, people who took the leap and became a business owner herself. I, I got the opportunity to hear her speak at a big event surrounded by other like-minded people with Greg Todd, but we're going to dig into it. So let's, uh, let's start the show. And away we go. Welcome to PT Pinecast. Great physical therapy conversations on tap. You can find us on the socials at PT Pinecast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Give us a follow there. Also, subscribe to the show. I've got to mention that uh, a, a couple of the uh, the big podcast platforms did did make some changes where they might have accidentally through like an update unsubscribed you. So we always say that the the nicest thing you can do is subscribe to the show and then tell a friend about the program. Did you get value out of one episode? Do you, do you get value out of multiple episodes? Tell a friend. That's what we say. Uh, if you do want to support the show, you can do so online at ptpinecast.com. But subscribing to it, that is the big one. Uh, excited for the episode tonight. I had a chance to uh, to talk to this lady, or excuse me, listen to this lady talk while we were at an event in uh, Florida. Greg Todd, Smart Success Healthcare. Uh, just a room full of people who were just wow, just empowering each other and empower themselves. So lead off by saying this, from, from no job to 50K in 14 months, this pelvic physical therapist made it happen, left her full-time job to start her own business, something she could stamp herself. She's the owner of orthopelvic physical therapy, opening her own private practice, even during the times of COVID. Let's get her in the studio. Uh, Kelly Alhuli. Kelly, welcome to the program. There she is. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Kelly, welcome to the show. We get the hard questions out of the way first. Difficult questions out of the way first. What are we drinking tonight? What's on the show? Water. 
That's okay. We don't discriminate. That, I we gotta don't discriminate. keep these hormones in check before I go to bed tonight. I'm not that cool. So water <laughs> is on is on tap. <laughs> That's okay. I'm cracking a, a a slightly mighty IPA from Dogfish Head. Nice. Uh, first round brought to you by our friends from Owens Recovery Science. They're a single source for PTs looking for certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training and the equipment you need to apply it properly in your clinical practice. You want to make sure you do that. So their resource is owensrecoveryscience.com. They've also got their own podcast, a deep dive into BFR with Johnny and Kyle and the rest of the team. Uh, find that wherever great podcasts are heard. All right. So Kelly, when I give an intro like that, right? So we do live stream these, right? So there is a video component. You can see it on YouTube, whatever. I don't have the guest on the screen when I read their intro, but I can see you, but the audience can't. And when I, when I hit like the words, like left, left a job and started her own private practice that she could really just put her mark on. I saw you with this big, huge smile on your face, but I'm guessing before that smile can come, there was a bit of like, what did I get myself into? So take us back to like where the story starts when you said, I'm working at, I'm working for somebody else. This ain't for me. What break, what, what started your superhero origin story? Let's go there. Yeah. So March, 2020, um, I was working for someone else at an outpatient orthopedic job full time. I remember before that, the Christmas before, my dad was actually diagnosed with cancer. And I asked my, um, my employee or my employer, uh, can I take off for Christmas? And they were like, no, you cannot go home to Atlanta and go see him. And at that point, that was like the biggest spark. I think that first initiated the big movement, like, wow, I can't, I don't have control over this, even with my, uh, with my dad being sick. And so that was the first initial thing. And then I started realizing as I was working at this place, I literally just couldn't inhale and exhale. Like I literally couldn't breathe. I couldn't drink water. I was so burnt out. My, my personal health, I started realizing was tanking and I had no energy. And I knew at that point that I had to make a change. And I'm, and I'm saying that this is not easy. If someone's thinking about it, it is not an easy feat. I remember crying in my bed for five hours, like hysterically crying, thinking, what the heck am I, am I going to do? And I remember someone contacting me online, just spelling it out for me. Like, Hey Kelly, you need eight patients a week and you can leave your job. Wow. And just really simple math. I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I had zero patience. I had zero money guys. I had thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. I just bought a house after working for eight years as a staff PT. Wow. Uh, I had so much on the line and COVID hit March uh, 17th or 19th. And that is when I quit my full-time job with zero patients on my schedule. So let's, let's stop there. So I feel like what you're describing could resonate with a good portion of our audience, right? Which is I'm working for someone else. The part that blows me away is somebody in healthcare, the, the person you were working for, when you describe the situation, Hey, I'd like to go visit my dad and the lack of empathy. Yep. I mean, I don't want to say that's a good thing because it's not, but I'm glad you turned that horribly negative 
example of how not to lead a human being or just how not to be a good human being on their part. And you said, and then you said, okay, this isn't for me. So a couple things happened. You weren't happy all, all together. This thing was a gut punch. Like, like, where am I going in my life? This is my dad. Like, yep. and then somebody objectively says, okay, well, first you were ugly crying in your bed for five hours. That happens. You can break down. I say you're allowed to have a pity party for 24 hours, but then you got to pick yourself up and you get to work. And good on whoever that person was for saying, okay, well, what do you need? What is the floor? What is the bare minimum that you need to lead a better life, right? You're not driving a Ferrari, but what's better to you? Because what's better to you is different than me, which is different to, to everybody else. And good on you for saying, all right, you need eight. And then all of a sudden, eight's not a million. Eight is, well, I can picture eight. Human beings, we can picture eight. Um, so when you pictured eight and you so you had you were you were pushed out to the diving board, and then someone said it's just eight feet away, it's not eight hundred feet high, it's only eight feet high. Uh, what'd you do next? Yeah, so then at that point I had my brother, my dad, everyone being like, What the heck are you doing? You're making the biggest mistake of your life. Yes, you don't even have a business plan. What the heck? The only person that believed in me was my mom. And my mom was like, you got this. And so I pretty much felt like I had, I had $800 in my bank account. And I was like, all right, I need $4,000 to make this work. Wow. And to, you know, to live for a month. And so I, I got a hold of my finances. I was like, okay, I need $4,000. How am I going to do this? Uh, and then I was like, all right, it's game time. Like I've got to turn this around. And from that point forward, I did so many different things to just start talking to people. And that is key. If anyone's listening out there for this is start conversation. The more conversations you have, the more that you can serve people and the more that you can progress whatever you want to do in, in life or in business. Like the, my podcast wouldn't exist if people didn't like listening to other people's stories. Because that's what I do, really. I like to I say I'm a batting practice pitcher. I pitch great, nice, easy to hit pitches right across the middle. So people like Kelly can tell part of their story one bit at a time. And I'll tell you, I am not a rarity. When when you come across someone who is on a similar journey that you are on, but they are at a different point, most people, I don't know the percentages because we're making this up, but I would say close to 80 to 90 percent of people would love to say, hey. Can I hear where your struggles are? How can I give you my two cents to make this one or 2% easier for you? So you said, you, you kind of threw yourself at the, at the mercy of the court and said, hey, I'm doing this and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm being very vulnerable here, but I'm trying to find a community. Good on you for having that courage to be vulnerable. Those two words don't always go together, but I think they need to go together. You had the courage to be vulnerable. And what, what did you hear from people when you started doing that? Yeah, they were just like, this isn't going to work. Like I said, the only thing is my mom believed in me. And at that point, I think this is really important. I had time freedom at that point before I was just grinding away so hard. And at that point when I, I had no money, I was poor as crap, but I had time freedom. So when you have time freedom, then it allowed me to get out there and really introduce myself to this community. Cause I just moved to Virginia uh, a year or two years that no one knew me here because I just moved from California to here. So that allowed that freed up time that I could, why people were actually working and making money 
that I could introduce myself to this whole community here in Northern Virginia. So if if we were doing a checklist of how not to launch a business, you were doing it during pan, during a pandemic in an area where you didn't really know anybody, you had 800 bucks in your bank account, you didn't, you'd never launched a business before, correct? Correct. I never wanted to. It, you never even wanted to. So if you were looking at the checklist of things to do or not to do, you were hitting all the not to do's. Correct. But, but I'll tell you, you had that one, which is give a shit. Like right. you wanted it, right? So if, right. I tell people all the time, you know, show me somebody who's out of work, who's a hustler. Hustlers just find a way. They just find a way. So you had purpose, you had meaning, you had those things, you had skills, you had insight, you had something to offer though. I don't want to discount that is you had your skills as a pelvic physical therapist. So, so what does it take to work for someone to launch this and launching for yourself with a shoestring budget, knowing that you just bought a house and part of your world is telling you, and by the way, they were projecting, I'm an amateur psychologist, the people who care for you in your network, they still love you. They were saying, don't do it because they were projecting. And that's, that's okay. As long as you recognize that as a reason they were saying, don't do it. Um, so walk us through like, you know, day one or how, how this thing start to form into what it is right now, which is amazing. Yeah. So it was right during COVID again. And so I had to go, uh, stand on trailheads and literally scream at people like, Hey, come over here. I can do a, an assessment in the parking lot. Actually, if you want to follow me and let's look at your running gait, let's, I guess I'm a pelvic health physical therapist, but I also do orthopedics. So I was assessing that. I was also contacting all the gyms and I was researching them. Okay, if they're a strength gym, I was doing mobility. If they're a yoga studio, then I was doing a strength program for them. And I was just connecting through podcasts, online, whatever I get my hands on. I was also uh, teaching Pilates and yoga in my community because I'm certified in both. So I was just giving out free Pilates and yoga. Anyone that was willing to just come up to me I would either treat them for free. I started out like that. And then I started just treating them for like $30. And then I would treat them for higher and higher and higher as I saw that momentum was gaining. And my time was shrinking because as things started growing, I didn't have as much time freedom. Sure. And that's when I had to start, you know, really increasing my prices. Raising your rates. Well, let's not skip past the fact that you were, you were, you were pressing the flesh, right? You were shaking babies and kissing hands. Maybe I got that wrong. But you were doing the thing, which is... I love the fact that you said if I went to a drink, a gym and it was based on strength, I did mobility. If I was going to a yoga studio, which is based on mobility, I was giving them strength. You were, you were just, you were paying attention to gaps and you were yep. saying, how do I solve problems? What are you lacking? I've got that. What are you lacking? Oh yeah, I've got that too. So you weren't trying to be everything for everyone. You were trying to be precisely what you needed to be for that person. As creepy as it might sound, you standing outside of their car when they get back from a run, you were just like, I'll treat you right here. What do you got? What do you got? What do you need? Yes, I had to. There was there for me. There was uh, no choice. I knew I had to make rent. I knew I, you know, I had to feed myself. I had to pay my student loans. So there was no choice. So for me to position myself in front of doctors as well, I would go as a pelvic health physical therapist. I would educate on how to perform internal exams because I knew that that's a gap. Uh, OBGs, uh, they have no clue how to perform an internal exam. So I would either do it on them or show them on my pelvic model. And I would really be basically the big education source that kind of in, like came into my community. That was the go-to pelvic health person. I, tell, I, was, I was giving a presentation on communications today. I was like, listen, as Kyle Rice chimes in saying a boss, and I agree. 
you can do two things online with so you can you inform or you entertain bonus points if you could do both so you were finding gaps you were lit, quite literally standing outside of people's cars and saying what do you need you just got back from a run you're a runner great i'm an orthopedic physical therapist let me let me see what you need you don't know how to do this exam i can talk you right through it i can educate you and pe when people see you as a resource being a resource is of value. People come to me to start podcasts. Why? Because I talked about it all the time and people see me as a resource. And I engage that way. And you did that. The, 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 the amazing thing that you did is you did it in an area you didn't know people and you did it quite simply like pressing the flesh, which is, as you mentioned, I like how you also said, hey, I had a lot of time. And as it grew, I had less time. So you needed to be smarter. So what did you... What did you do to to counter that? Now that you're getting, you're gaining success, you're gaining momentum, you're gaining trust. Really, that's the valuable thing you're gaining. You're you're gaining relationships with people. You started to raise your rates. What are some other things that you did? Talk to me about tactics. If people are out there listening, saying, "Okay, well, at this point, now what did she do?" Yeah, so I was mobile, guys. So I started out as mobile, and I didn't get a brick and mortar practice until September. So I started in March as mobile. And then I was mobile the entire time till September. You told a story at Greg Todd's event of you literally scheduling, like pulling into a parking lot, like of a, of a mall or something and like calling people, cold calling people, like from your car. You're just like, I'm in the front seat of my car, just doing that. Yeah. So that brings up a good point. So I would travel an hour to two hours just to go see someone because again, I had to make ends meet. And at that point I was traveling almost to, to DC and I would be sitting in parking decks and freezing cold, hot, because again, no one's letting you in these places to go to the bathroom or just to hang out because it's COVID. So I would pull into parking decks and just sit there and use my hotspot on my iPhone and try to schedule people, book people at stoplights. I was um, booking people, don't tell, don't tell the cops. But, and then I was calling them as I was driving to go see another patient. It was whatever I could do. And I didn't have an admin um, or another PT. So it was all me. Whatever my downtime was, I was hustling. Any which way but loose, yeah. as they say. Casey yeah. uh, wants to know, well, how did you deal with um, the turndowns in the nose? We know you got past it, but how did you do it internally? And then what did you do externally with those because you still had to maintain relationships with those people and they're now they're you're doing what they told you what they told you not to do yeah so the nose for um the nose for like uh, my launching. dad the what launching like your business yeah i think that's yeah. what she means so i just needed one person to believe in me that's what it came down to i just needed someone to say you got this and that person just happened to be my mom my mom always supported me she's even here for this big move this weekend um so go mom but that's, that's it. And also to nose from people, right? I get nose from patients or nose from me trying to get into offices, right? How I deal with that is I play the game. I want to play the game. So the game is if someone tells me no, okay, fine. I'm going to find a way, right? Like I'm going to find a way. And it, it's that mindset of, all right, I'm going to come at this a different way. And yeah. let's see if you'll tell me yes. Or let's see if you can come into my world. I like when uh, I like asking this question, whatever it is, because I learned from this book that I've talked about multiple times in the show, uh, Never Split the Difference. It was written by a former FBI hostage negotiator. And he said, and I love it because it rhymes too, so it must be true. Every conversation is a negotiation for information. 
So when you start looking at conversations like that, it is not yes or no. The fact that you're continuing to speak means we're negotiating. Is there anything that I could show you or tell you that might make you change your mind? If they hesitate and say, well, maybe we are now still negotiating. If they say, absolutely not, it's over. You're now wasting my time and I'll be moving on. But that's the game. So when, when I started looking at things similarly to how you just mentioned there, it did it. It, it, it makes it, it's not personal. It makes it, okay, let's, let's, let's find a way. Let's find a way. And you have to have belief. And I think belief comes with confidence. And I don't think you get confidence until you start doing the thing. Because a lot of times I didn't want to run a business. I didn't even know how to open a business bank account. So I had to figure out a way and I'm like, okay, I guess I got to go to this bank. I guess I got to get a business name. Okay. Once I started doing that, that actually then started to build my confidence, even though I wasn't realizing it at the time. And so beliefs come with confidence. So all right, you mentioned confidence. Mm -hmm. What other things have you gained? I'm not talking about connections or money or, you know, locations. What other things has this experience taught you or given you in your life? I would say, um, personally, it's changed my whole way. I look at things. It's changed my whole lifestyle. Um, it, it has been the complete 180 of what I was doing in the grind and in the grind and grind and what we've taught been taught in PT school. It has completely shifted my mind. My mind is the biggest thing I, I would say that has changed and my whole just lifestyle and the way that I never knew that this life even existed. I really didn't. When you were on stage with, uh, with Greg Todd at smart success healthcare, like the thing that caught me was number one, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a Rocky story, right? It's, 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 you know, this, this boxer who's just like, you know, the average guy just wants it real bad is pushed into a corner and then Rocky becomes Rocky. Right. And I was just like, yeah. And the other thing that, that grabbed me was like, you were so excited to tell other people it was possible for them that you were actually like almost out of breath. I was like, she needs to slow down or she's going to pass out. <laughs> yes, this is, I love coaching and I will help everyone and anyone because if I can do it, guys, you guys can do it. I promise you. It makes me super pumped about it. I love it. All right. So, so we, we talked about, you know, parking decks and you stalking people outside of, you know, trailheads. Talk to me now about what your business looks, uh, looks like. How does it feel? What do people experience when they get there? Like paint me a picture. Yeah. So now we are, we're in starting September where we were in a, a brick and mortar space. And so since then it's been now a year since, since September and now we are moving locations as of Friday. Nice. So we, yeah. So we have double our space, double our rooms, double our gym. Oh, I have five people on staff. What I was going to say, well, you keep saying our, because um, in parking decks and trailheads, it was just you. Now you're saying there's five, there's, you've got a squad. I got a squad. Yep. I got a team now. So yeah, I hired, I forgot the whole step. So I hired <laughs> um, lots of people. And so now I have a whole team and they're awesome. We love everyone on our team. And uh, we, we provide such a environment that's calming, um, super positive, uh, uplifting, so supportive. We believe in a multifaceted approach. So we believe that everyone that comes into our clinic, that we kind of are the primary care for them. So what I mean by that is we create 
a team. So yes, pelvic health physical therapy, but we don't believe it just stops there. We believe that maybe a psychologist might need to come on board. Maybe a naturopath doctor might need to come on board. So we collaborate and build our team so that patient has the best outcomes and then keeps coming back, keeps referring. Um, and then we build a trust with the community as well. And we have a referral list. So to be on that referral list is an awesome opportunity because we really refer back and forth. And again, it just sets everyone up for success. This is what happened. And if you're watching a live stream, I'm drawing, I've got a, a sticky note with just a circle. Everything you just described to me sounds like it was not the place that you were working before you took this leap. So you came full circle to say, Hey, I'm going to create the place that I would like to work. I'm guessing if someone came to you that was a member of your squad, one of the people that works with you now, and said, hey, listen, someone in my family is sick, I got to take off. You're not going to respond that way. So you you created the thing that you wish someone else had created. And I'm pretty glad that you had that experience now because you have now created that for other people. I'm talking about your colleagues. I'm talking about your community. I'm talking about your patients. I'm talking about your collaborators. So this has gone completely full circle into you creating your reality. Yeah, and speaking to that point, like my admin gets an hour to work out every day. She gets an hour to hang out with her um, son, paid. Um, my, when we have staff meetings, we work out. Um, so I really try to integrate. You're right. The things that I absolutely hated. If they need to take off, they can take off. Um, if they only see six to seven patients a day, max compared to seeing 14 to 18, uh, our notes are super simple and SOAP, you're not going home with notes at all. So it really is, um, a good environment that I feel that I have set up because of the fact that I know I've been around the block. I've worked all over the U S and, um, it, it's just, it's just not good. So this is why. Uh, this is a positive for working for a private cash-based physical therapy company because you can. Yeah, but you also had vision, so it's not just necessarily the setting of private cash-based. This is this True. is this is this is a vision, and and you True. are creating the vision. You know, you're. I don't want to go Gandhi on you, but be the change you want to see in the world. There, I just went Gandhi on you, Kelly. Perfect. Yeah, no, it, it's very true, and you know, I I really hope uh, people can use the, the model kind of that I've done and, and take it. It's my goal. Well, let's, let's, let's stay right there with my, with my last question for you before we go to three questions, which is if someone's nodding along, if part of the audience is like, yeah, okay, I can see myself in Kelly. I can see myself in her Rocky story. Yeah. Um, what, what advice would you give? What one or two pieces of, of, of advice, what do they need to hear? If you remember back to where you were when you needed that nudge to jump off the diving board. Yeah. First thing is know your finances. That's number one. Know how much you have to have when to make that jump. Once you know that, like I needed 4k. Okay. How many patients then do I need to see? So know your charging rate, add that up. That's, that's like the go-to. Once you yeah. figure that out, get that vision, believe in yourself. No one's going to believe in yourself more than yourself. So believe in yourself that you can do this and go for it. And I personally think there shouldn't be any side hustling happening because that means you're kind of in, you're kind of out, your energy is not 100% there. Just jump off the freaking diving board. You've got this and do it. Uh, leap in the net shall appear is a great quote that 
you know, like, and then like, what's your fallback plan, Kelly? If it didn't work, all right, I'll find a job. Like, you know, Gary V says, like, if you truly have a bullshit job, quit because there's bullshit jobs growing on trees. So if, the, if you truly have a job, you are not happy, quit. Okay, but I do like you start with another one of my heroes, which is Marcus Lemonis, also known as the prophet on MSNBC. Uh, He says, first and foremost, know your numbers. If you don't know your numbers, I'm not going to talk to you because it means that you're going on hope and hope's not a plan. That's right. I love that. Uh, Give a shout out to your your, your crew, your squad. Uh, Let people know where they can reach you online. What's the socials and everything that people can follow you at? Yeah, so ortho pelvic PT on Instagram. Um, Also pelvic health business grower. Uh, I also coach pelvic health uh, physical therapists as well. So yeah, that's it's just called pelvic health business. Well, let's touch that. Well, I want to make sure we touch that. So you 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 are the Yoda for other people who were you a year ago in terms of online. You know, so you're coaching others to to launch a business. Yeah. So before? what I'm doing is I'm coaching pelvic health OTs and PTs to launch a business, and we already have a cohort going through the program. So we meet every Tuesdays. And it's awesome to just keep building each other up Looking and progressing cash-based practices all across the U.S. I think Chase Chase is nodding along. So Chase is going to be a pelvic uh, PT pretty soon with you. He'll be jumping in there. Casey as well is Perfect. jumping in there. All right. You ready to do three questions uh, on the program? Yeah, go for it. Do this thing. All right, time now for three questions brought to you by Fusion Medical Staffing. As a physical therapist, you got a unique set of uh, set of skills, in-depth medical knowledge, fine touch, confidence, and maybe a great personality. Maybe you got that too as a therapist. You're sure to make a huge impact in your patients' recoveries and their lives. Uh, why not do it wherever you want as a travel physical therapist? Find out more. Let your career take you where you want to go. Uh, FusionMedStaff.com. That is FusionMedStaff.com. Calm. All right, uh, Kelly, first question is a where question. You're in Virginia, but where's somewhere you'd love to go and just hang out for a bit? Maybe go do some coaching with some other pelvic uh, pelvic physical therapist. Where's a, where's a where? Laguna Beach, California, where I used to live. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight you there. But Laguna Beach, they have people there, which means they need uh, great travel therapists. Uh, second question is a what question? What's something that you've watched, read, or listened to a book, a movie, a podcast? Something that just resonated with you? It's a great question. Um, I do a lot of like just listening to business coaching. So Ed Milet, yep. uh, Gary V. Gary V. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's so entrepreneur-like and just inspiring. So yeah, love yeah, a lot of fire there. And that yeah. goes along with like, yeah, Gary V. can say something or Ed Milet can say something, but you've got to hear it and you've got to use it to motivate yourself. Like Gary V.'s like, I don't motivate you. I get, right. I give you, or what's the Dennis Morton on Peloton. He's a Peloton instructor. He's got a great line. He says, I make suggestions. You make decisions. And I'm like, Ooh, Ooh. I'm putting that on a t-shirt. Cause he's right. Throw out all the great quotes that you want. Ultimately, like you got to be your biggest fan. Uh, last question is a who question. Who is someone we should know more about? Who's someone in the audience should know more about? I mean, Greg Todd, he's been my coach. He has helped me uh, through all this. So shout out to him. He really has uh, launched me. I've just followed his program. I just follow what he said. That's it. We'll get Greg Todd back on the show coming up sometime soon. But follow him because he does like a live. He does a live stream like every single day. All right. That's three questions. Last thing we do on the show is called the parting shot. 
All right, Party Shot brought to you by our friends from the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy. Find them online at orthopt.org. Uh, leaders in orthopedic physical therapy. It's in the name, Orth- Academy of Orthopedic PT. Uh, current concepts of orthopedic physical therapy. Uh, that's your perfect roadmap to go from wherever you're starting to that OCS exam or from wherever you're starting to being a better, more confident and competent orthopedic physical therapist they are the academy of i'll just stop a hard stop academy of orthopedic physical therapy again orthopt.org all right kelly party shot your last chance for like a mic drop moment or what just some sentiment you'd want to leave with the audience as we wrap up parting shot is all yours yeah guys all i have to say is if you're ever thinking about starting a practice and now is the time it's the best time so go ahead take the jump we got you. Enlist in a coach if you need uh, if you need help, but go ahead and make that jump. Yeah, I love that leap in the net shall appear. You know, I was I was I was given that bump. You know, yours was your mom. Mine was one of my one of my PT school professors, and she was like, "What's your fallback plan if this doesn't work? Like, you got a PT license. That's a pretty good fallback back plan. But you'll you'll regret not doing it, right? They say you right. regret those things. Regret what you what you you don't do." Sorry, regret what you do, not what you don't do. I screwed that quote. Regret what you do, not what you don't do. I'd rather, I'd rather do that. I'd rather swing the bat real hard and strike out than always wonder what could have happened. Uh, Kelly, appreciate the time giving us that that example, that rocky story for you. Uh, glad it worked out, and love the fact that you're just paying it forward. You just, it's all about a circle, right? You just right. keep going forward. So uh, appreciate coming by for the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. All right, the best conversations happen at happy hour. Thanks for coming, hours. Follow us online. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PT Pinecast. The show today is brought to you by the Brooks Institute of Higher Learning, an innovator in providing advanced post-professional education. The Brooks IHL offers seven on-site PT residencies, including orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, pediatrics, sports, and neurology as well as a Neurologic OT Fellowship, a Competitive OMPT Fellowship, and a Speech Therapy Clinical Fellowship. Therapists that complete a residency or fellowship through the Brooks IHL will markedly advance their knowledge and skills in a specialty area of practice. Learn more about how a residency or fellowship can help you advance your professional development at brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet. PTPinecast.com Created by BuildPT BuildPT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs From website development and hosting Providing content marketing solutions For PT clinics across the country See what BuildPT can do for you today At BuildPT.com The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay And CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.